0: Welcome to episode 20 of Gamers Assemble, the queer gaming podcast you didn't know you needed. But you do. Trust me. You really do. Now, before we get started, there is a slight change to today's programming. Tiny. Teeny tiny. So our previously scheduled topic about player sexuality options in gaming has been pushed back a teensy bit to next week. Uh, But that is so we can welcome a guest host, our very first guest host uh, to our show. And I think y'all are going to be really excited about her. Uh, It's a dear friend of mine. I like to refer to her as my stabby friend, Faith. Uh, And it's going to be awesome. So she's going to join us next week. uh, And we're going to talk about player sexuality options in gaming. And it's going to be awesome. Uh, So we'll talk about that. But this week and today's episode... We'll be taking a trip down memory lane, right? We're going to be relieving the glory days of gaming, back in the halcyon days of old, when consoles were new, games were blocky, and bits were glorious, right? Joining me for this jaunt through our memory banks is the Technomage himself, Beardy! Hello! It's been 84 years playing video games! <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that when we're elder millennials, yeah. we're like the, the first that played the video games, we're the elders.
1: I remember downloading a patch for the original Kotor and connecting to a private server to do so.
0: <laughs> oh, do you remember, what were they called, BBSs? Uh, what the fuck were they, what did that stand for? The bulletin board systems. Oh yeah. And you would get like your your, the messaging, like the first email. But you would have like a different messaging handle on each one and you'd have to send messages. Oh, so nerdy.
1: You just after we gave up using carrier pigeons.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was. And you had like little acronyms for each one. Peak nerd. And I loved it. <laughs> oh, and of course, I am your host, Llama, in your living room or your, let's be fair, you're probably on your toilet watching this. This is where I watch most of my podcasts. Uh, Or in the tub, whatever, no judgment here. Toilet, bedrooms, maybe
1: on the bus, trams, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Or was it the other day I was uh, laid on the sofa watching a movie with my wife uh, while watching um, Twitch streams uh, surreptitiously on my phone until she caught me and then I had to turn it off. I was like, yes, (laughs) no, I am watching this movie with you, darling, I am. (laughs) Uh, Honestly. Honestly, I am. Uh, so welcome, thank you for joining us. So, first stop on the gay agenda today is housekeeping. Mm. Uh, so uh, housekeeping, uh, as you know, we have our newest show, which is Beardie's News Roundup on Fridays. Uh, And that is live on Twitch, Uh, so make sure you tune in for that. We've also got our D&D show, which is about to go live, and that's going to be on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, So if that's your jam, keep your eyes peeled for that. It is all newbies uh, with uh, an experienced games master, dungeon master. What could go Um, wrong? Everything. Everything. (laughs) We did our Zero session the other day where he tried to teach us combat and the first three scenarios uh, were goblins. Uh, I think we started the encounter by shouting, hey, queen, at them. Um, we They wanted to steal all our money. We offered to invite them to dinner. We had very high charisma, so we won. Uh, we won? I don't know. We, we won the encounter. They came to dinner with us. Uh, then they tried to steal all our food, um, but we gave it to them anyway and made friends with them. Um and then they were our friends, so they couldn't kill us. And then the wolves tried to attack us and we were gonna make friends with them, but I think Bot was getting a little annoyed that we weren't learning combat, so we had to kill the <laughs> wolves. to kill the wolves and learn how to fight and loot bodies and things. Um but I I suspect we're going to make many friends on this adventure. Uh and I'm I'm going to have a lot of flirting. That's that's what I'm gonna do.
1: Like an X rated gay version of like Lord of the Rings or something you know like a I imagine, of the rings like you mm-hmm. know, just making friends and just going to to wherever it is you need to go um, Yeah and I think there's going to be
0: like a like a drag race element of it Oh okay I think I think there's going to be a lot of slaying mm. but not like dragon slaying just slaying yeah. happening as we go It's going to be amazing <laughs> or terrible I don't know I'm going to have fun uh, sure but that's, that's going to that. happen soon yeah, so we've done the we've done the day zero session. Um I think we're pretty much ready to go whenever bot is, but it's I think they take a couple hours to do. So it's just finding a day when because we're spread between the US and the UK. So finding a day when we've all got a couple hours that matches up. Uh and then we'll record it and sort of parse it out into episodes and start broadcasting It's mm-hmm. gonna be awesome. It's gonna be super cool.
1: Um just a quickie in the chat, just to catch you up. So Public Hub says She hopes you turn the movie off and not twitch.
0: (laughs) No, I know which side my bread is buttered on.
1: (laughs) Um, And Zach says, "Did you take them to the cheesecake factory?"
0: Mm, The cheesecake factory. Do we have a cheesecake factory in the UK? Nah. Fucking UK man, you guys need to get some cheesecake factories. We need to get loads of shit sorted first. And an Olive Garden. Oh, and an Arby's. When I went, I took my wife to the States a few years ago. We're going on a tangent already. We're still in fucking <laughs> housekeeping. I took my wife to the States and we were driving, I don't even know from where, like Tennessee to Mississippi. So, like, super touristy areas. And we stopped in Mobile, Alabama. Again, super touristy. And we went to an Arby's. And I was like, oh, babe, we got to fucking stop at an Arby's. I need a cheesy roast beef sandwich. I need it now. And by the time we got back to the table, and unwrapped it like I'd already shoved it all the way in my mouth and finished it and I, like I'm a slow eater I pick at my food I'm just <laughs> shit and I've never eaten anything so fast and Tony was no, like no, what the no, fuck happened easy. to your food and I was like I love this food I remember, like I them and took them with me and was just eating them as we went <laughs> I fucking love them they're probably just all e-numbers I don't care I don't care who knows what what content is uh, in those things Y'all need to open an Arby's here. I would (laughs) love it. Just live there. I thought I would live at at, some Taco Bell. They opened a Taco Bell in Milton Keynes here. Oh, no, I'm pointing over there. You can't see it. I ate there once, and it it wasn't as good.
1: I had a Taco Taco Bell once and thought it was the worst decision of my life. It wasn't like I remembered. Yeah. I don't know if it's just the way that we do it or what, but I was not impressed.
0: I remember it being really terrible burrito meat and cheese. I used to get like just the beef and cheese burrito and I would get like eight of them for a dollar or something ridiculous because I was a broke student and I would just live off of those and ramen noodles and that wasn't a thing. anymore. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this guy. I We're going off on a tangent. <laughs> <You just thought laughs> I'm not as good
1: anymore. I'm sorry. You know, it's because you thought it would have just been two of us, like, we would be able to keep on talking <laughs> more, but apparently, nope. tangents are just in our DNA. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about it. So, Lama, uh, tell me more about what's going on today.
0: Uh, so, we're going to talk about our favourite, like, old-school, classic games from, you know, the great before times, like, before covid and pandemics and adulting and like back when we were kids and we didn't have bills and responsibilities and we just had to like write book reports and shit like what are the games that we liked how awesome were they what were they about like just let's fucking talk about it that's what i want to talk about tonight uh and i'm in charge so you get to go first lovely well as we spoke before
1: this i did lots and lots and lots of research
0: we've done no research Mm.
1: And the first little gaming sprinkle that I'm going to throw into the ring is a little old mm-hmm. game called Star Trek Armada. Now, this came up in conversation with mm-hmm. Rig, uh, Rig Walter uh, when I was streaming earlier. And basically, mm-hmm. Star Trek Armada was a sort of RTS type thing where you build like a base and you build starships and stuff, and then send them out to kind of complete missions and everything else. And right. It was really cool like, Borg storylines, he could, like, play as the Borg and assimilate planets and stuff, and I just used to fucking love that shit. Like, it had, um, uh, a little Picard in there, he was, like, the main person driving through the Federation, doing the missions, everything else.
2: Ah, um, when did it and... come out?
1: Oh, God. All right, let me get a, get a Google up. Uh...
0: Cause I would love the shit out of just driving around, driving around, flying on, and I'm driving in the space. If I'm in charge of driving in space uh, and assimilating people, being yeah. like bitches, you're assimilated. Come with me.
1: So the first one came out in February 29th, two thousand. which was the day after my birthday.
0: Um, okay, so I'm I'm a fresh twenty year old. I'm alright with that.
1: Um, and the second one came out in two thousand and one. And the second one is much better than the first one. Mm. Because they had like uh, Species 8472 in there from the the whole Voyager thing. Obviously. What was that one? Oh, have you not watched Star Trek? Yeah,
0: but like, what the fuck is Species 8472? I haven't got
1: that memorized. Species 8472, otherwise known as the
0: Undyne, I think they're called? Undyne, let me find out.
2: I mostly watched
0: Voyager for Janeway and um, Seven of Nine, I'm going to be honest.
1: Yeah, so the... So in the... the... Let me just try and find this name. Undyne, yeah, I was right. So in the episode where... Don't
0: don't tell me an episode number, I'm not going to know it.
1: No, so it's the episode where Janeway gets to the edge of Borg space. Mm Mm-hmm. And they decide that they need to make a pact with the Borg to get across Borg space. So they work with uh, Nine okay. to create a um, nanoprobe that can assimilate Species 8472. So they're the ones with the bio ships and the weird, like, things.
2: I remember them, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they
1: made, um oh, what's the name? Cass? They were a bit weird and crazy. She was seeing visions and stuff of them, and they were going to destroy the galaxy and everything else. And it turned out that oh, my night, what's the name? The Borg Queen had gone into fluidic space and pissed them off, and then they managed to find a way back into our reality and was raging with um, war and all the rest of it. Can't
0: stay out of fluidic space. I mean, that's the lesson to be learned there.
1: I'm leave that fluidic space alone. No no, don't touch me there. This is my Fluidic Space Square. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're staying right on task. Oh yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so, so I I really wish they would make this game again because I used to have so much fun and the the mod community just took over. People were just making their own little starships and those whole mods I I into, love modders. Yeah, they turned it into like a Star Wars version, so they like reskinned everything and put X Wings and TIE Fighters and Star Destroyers and Mon Calamari Cruises and all that good stuff in there like it was really good fun I love De- it definitely needs to be remade I don't feel like we get enough RTS game days
0: no probably not I mean maybe there's a shit ton out there like just in a little corner of the internet that I miss because there's whole giant sections of the internet that I miss because I just don't have the time anymore yeah. that I used to so there's loads of stuff that I miss but I do miss
2: those. Let
1: me have a look at so, any coming out this year. Yeah, go look that up. Look that up, very deep. Yeah, there's a few few coming out, but they're, they're, they're all very similar. Like, Stronghold Warlords looks like it's Knights. Knights of Honor 2 must be in Mount Knights. Uh, mm-hmm. Songs of Conquest looks like it's going to be Knights. Eno, Evil Genius 2. Now, this is one that I heard about a while ago. Yeah. Um, so Evil Genius is an RTS game where you build a evil lab, like a, a, a villain base, you know, like your bond villain. Mm-hmm. You have to like manage your little base. And your cat. Um, and your cat and stuff. Like, I never played the first one, but there's a second one coming out. Tokyo's um, no in the chat said, that game was so good. I'd never known anyone who knew of it. Evil Genius. <laughs>
0: We know all this shit, Pokey Hood. If it's weird and obscure, we probably know oh about God, it. We know can- just enough to fuck it up.
1: Yeah. So oh, I'm going to have to try and check that out now that I know that it's coming out soon. Llama, give me your first pick.
0: So this is my first uh, online game that I played, mm. right? And I got super fucking obsessed with it. And it is a little gym called Mech Warrior 2. 31st century combat. Now this game came out in 1995 on the DOS platform. So <laughs> I was a super nerdy 15 year old when this game came out uh, and I loved it and We had a computer set up in the basement. So wasn't a nerdy kid in the basement at all and um, And it was dial-up internet. (laughs) And it played the the Addams Family theme song when it connected. So whenever I hear it, it goes. So like in my brain, I'm like, let's play internet. Whenever I hear that, we're on. Um, And we would play that. And you could, like you would learn tactics. And you had like a, you had a mechanical walking robot that you would play in. And you would go to war. And there was all these different clans and factions. And I don't even remember what the whole story was. I mean, I looked up while I was on the toilet, obviously, doing all of my deep research that I was doing. And it was a very complicated story that didn't sink in about wars and protecting the planets or defending the planets or not defending the planets, depending on what clan you were in. I didn't really get into the storyline so much as the whole mechanic of raiding. Mm-hmm. So you would pick your clan. You could do the storylines to like um, pick your mech warrior that you would pilot and then you could level it up and get more stuff to put on it, like different rockets or different guns or upgrade your armor. And then you and your clan mates could go online at the same time and you could have battles with the other clans. Mm-hmm. And I fucking loved it. And I got super into it, and I loved doing, like, clan raids and fighting the other people. And, the, I mean, this was dial-up, so the lag was terrible,
2: <laughs> and you
0: would consistently amazing. think you were fighting, and nobody else could see you because you were invisible, and, like, you'd be standing on somebody's head and shooting, and you're just, like, <laughs> spinning around. And, like, why is nobody seeing well, I'm amazing. And, like, nobody else can see
1: you. Um, I-, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I remember playing this on the PS1.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was on PS1 as well. Uh, I didn't have a PS1 back then. I had the, the computer, so I played it there. I was so into this game that my very first tattoo, when I turned eighteen was the clan wolf emblem <laughs> uh and now at the tender age of 42 i am still sporting so there you go clan wolf for yep. life fuckers. gone but not forgotten <laughs> yeah i found I, I was looking this up earlier um i think you can still get it on an emulator so i might look oh, that up I'm, I might have to play it uh, on my new office PC gaming computer that I bought. Uh, I might need to try it out. Do it. Go Get my the- Jenner, my Jenner skills out go, and play go, it.
1: Go take that walk down memory lane.
0: <laughs> Looking at the pictures, the graphics are terrible. It's just like an empty sky and an empty brown ground in front of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so my graphics card should be fine with it. Yeah, it
1: should be fine, yeah. Hmm.
0: Oh. yeah so that was my first one it was amazing and i loved it yeah. and even looking at the pictures i was super nostalgic just the cover of the game i was like oh fucking mech warrior
1: i i remember playing this game but i don't remember like how far i got into it or if i did anything with it like because what i got it in ps1 so that i probably would have got it at around 97 even though it came out in 95 Um. Uh, and oh, there was loads playing. of add-ons! Yeah, and how old would I have been then?
2: Probably something ridiculous, like four.
1: I'd have been eight. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. No.
2: Yeah. I hope you
0: die.
1: So no wonder I didn't ever get on very well with it. <laughs> because probably an eight-year-old should not be playing this game.
0: Oh, uh, uh, Zax, Zax says... Uh, oh, there was, you're right, Zax, there was another one called Battletech on Sega that was very similar. Uh, and I don't think I did play that one because I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit I probably felt like um, it was cheating on Mech Warrior.
1: I'm a bit weird like that. Mech uh, Warrior, be poo.
0: Yeah,
2: Mech Warrior me. was
1: big. <laughs> she was my bag Yeah, Mech Warrior
2: was bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love old video games. I, fucking, I got so obsessed with them back then.
1: Yeah, same. I got so this is a side tangent stuff, so I was quite a naughty kid when it came to video games. Mm-hmm. Like if I got sat down playing video games, it would be pretty much impossible to get me off them and do anything else. Um and <laughs> one day I was being very, very naughty and would not turn off my game to, to go and do whatever it was I was supposed to be doing. Um so my my family unit growing up with me me, my mum, Nana, and Granddad, and so Mum had been asked me so many times to do this, and she couldn't get anywhere with me. So Grandad walked in with a pair of pliers and just <laughs> snipped the cables to the PlayStation.
0: Oh shit! Because
1: he was like, Nana
0: was, that was that serious.
1: Yeah. Um, so, and then I, not even like turn off the
0: little switch at the wall. Yeah, she was so, like, "Fuck this piece of yeah. equipment in particular."
1: Yeah, and it was all still powered on and everything. How he did not get like electrocuted or something, I don't fucking know. But he put <laughs> straight through the power cable of the PlayStation, straight through the cable for the the AB signal, um, and that was it. So I had to spend six months um, like without any PlayStation and stuff to earn back the, the right to have those things and then, oh, damn. then when i got it back i never never did it again
0: <laughs> yeah you'd learn that's true you couldn't just amazon a new fucking power cable back then either could you
1: no we had to go for we had to go hunting for them
0: mm. so.
2: yeah listen to your nan and granddad jesus
1: oh all right birdie what's your second game um so i'm gonna go with not one particular game, but a series mm-hmm. of games. Um, yeah. I think that a lot of people are probably going to have this love for this franchise. It's going to be The Sims. Yes! Because The Sims was always there for me. Look, this is going to mm-hmm. get into like one of these things. I'm going to get my little, ty- little violin out. <laughs> like emotional music, blah, blah, blah. Little, yeah. little queer beardy used to love playing The Sims, because it was the only game that I could play that allowed me to be the person I wanted to be. I, I hid from the world so I could have my little gay house and have my little husband and my boyfriend and have my kids and decorate and have all those things that, you know, at the time, I didn't think I'd be able to have those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because it wasn't normal or, or bullshit from back in the fucking early 2000 and it was just about starting to be okay um and i spent fucking hours and hours in the sims just making like the perfect houses and stuff just to live my all gay fantasy and i think so many people probably did that and still do that today and the sims is just a lovely franchise to to do that for people
0: yeah and i think you're i mean jesus you're one of many yeah. Many people who feels that way, and actually, I came across a really cool nugget the other day. I was just looking to see if I could find it real quick, and I'm I'm not quick enough. <laughs> My lesbian fingers have failed me here. But um, it was the lead developer on um, Sims when he got the the final notes from the the producers. They had originally said. Um, Take the queerness out. Like mm-hmm. don't we don't want the queerness in Sims. Um and so they'd taken it out. But they'd said take it out. And then when they sent the final notes to the the lead developer, they'd missed that note that said take it out. Oh really? So he didn't take it out. So the queerness was was built into the game from day dot mm. and left in as an accident almost because they, they weren't comfortable with it. They the producers wanted to take it out. And the, forgot to take that note or put that note in there, and Such the guy, the lead developer, was so happy that they'd done that because he said that's the way the game was always made—to give you freedom of ultimate freedom of choice. And I think, you know, generate—I I was going to say generations. You know, we're not that old yet, but I well, mean, maybe, maybe generations. Well, I think you know, we've had generations. Uh, we're on the Sims Four now, out with like. I mean. God yeah I mean besides the murderous rampages that we've all gone on yeah we've also had so many gay relationships in those games
1: one like um i i just can't, i can't get over the fact that I, that as a kid i had this thing it came out in 2000 so we've had 20 years 21 years now of the sims
2: mm-hmm.
1: It came out 4th of february 2000 so literally 21 years of the sims 21 years of people coming to age, realizing they have this queerness about them and being able to live vicariously through this game is just...
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think... And not even, like... There wasn't anything watered down about it. I mean, obviously, it's certain, so they're not, like, talking, but, like, it wasn't watered down, it wasn't hidden, it was fully just part of the game, part of everyday life just like queerness is for people. Yeah. And that's what, I think that's what really resonated with me with Sims was that it was just there. It wasn't making a statement. It wasn't trying, it didn't have, you know, it wasn't a, a part of the canon trying to make a political thing. It was just, this is life. You can have it if this part of your character. You can not have it if you don't want, like just, it's there.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and I love that. And it was,
1: you know, when you're in a world where, as rules and stipulations and thoughts and feelings and opinions and everything else it was a, a, a world without those things like mm-hmm. if you made a gay character you know the other sims in the town didn't give you shit for it they didn't snub you they, they were fine with it there was no no difference between having a heterosexual relationship and telling them to woohoo and to flirt mm-hmm. and kiss and all the rest of it there was no difference between that and the gay people doing it, like the queer people doing it, there was, there's no difference. And that was the first time that I experienced that, and you know, had a, a game show me that there was no taboo about it, which was yeah. just, just I think it was just magical.
0: Yeah, I think Sims will always have a special place in my heart for that. And the money bags cheat. Money bags, yeah. But there's also that little
1: little interior designer inside that makes. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Makes things and make pretty little staircases.
0: The giant fucking mansions, the murderous rampages, oh, yeah. and the queer relationships—it's like all of my dreams come true yeah. in one game. <laughs> it's everything. I don't know how they knew what my my buttons were, but they knew and they put them all in one game.
1: You remember The Sims <laughs> Online?
0: No, I never played Sims Online.
1: So it was literally OG Sims but online, uh-huh. and you oh, got like. Um, was just literally just like an online community of people playing
2: The Sims. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, Zach
0: said the social worker always took his kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Same.
0: Same. I read somewhere someone um had the, the Grim Reaper came to take somebody that that was being killed or whatever, and they managed to trap the Grim Reaper. Oh
1: yeah. I used to play around with all that shit, like, you know, trap them into a little box at the, um, give them a shit oven so the oven would break and then the Grim Reaper would come, but he couldn't get in there to try and do it, and then you trap the Grim Reaper and just, just hours and hours of fun, like, and all the expansion packs that they brought out as well, like, with the pets and, um, the original Magic one, where you could go to, like, a little spooky witch village thing and like learn how to do spells and all that kind of See, stuff. I need to get back into so it.
0: Yeah, so so I had weird. it on uh, the Xbox 360. So back, I guess, in 2000 when it came out. But then you know I was 20 and then you know in the military and went off to war and like life happened and didn't have a lot of time to play games after that. So I, I didn't really get into the the sort of Sims after that. So much. Yeah. I played like, Sims Four Sims. Yeah.
1: Oh. I played Sims Four for a little bit. Um and I keep thinking about repicking it back up and on PC. Mm. But um because like Zach said, it's definitely not fun on console. Even the Sims you can get the Sims Four on console and I just don't like it. There's just something lost in yeah. our, kind of sat down at a computer with a, a keyboard and mouse when you play in the Sims. When it, when you've got control it just feels a bit off. Not like yeah. Losing a not. Be. So I'm really looking forward to whatever The Sims Five is, um, because of all this new crazy ray tracing tech and all the lovely visuals and stuff that we get these days. Like, I think it's gonna be super to do with it. I just I wanna want- do it in VR. Oh, could you imagine?
0: I wanna be like floating above their little worlds and just picking people up, throwing them places. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
0: live here now.
2: <laughs>
0: Take your ladder. Take it away. <laughs> I'm not uh, I would be so evil. It would be like that game God. Was, was that the name of that game? Where you could be like the good God or the bad God? or Black or white, that was black the name of the game. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, um, do you, do you, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a game on VR at the minute where you can be a superhero. And like your job is to go around saving the city. Obviously like you've got superpowers and you pretty much fuck <laughs> up. So you, like the whole thing is you've got to try and rescue the city without causing as much damage as possible. Okay. Well, uh, obviously, you're trying to use these powers and stuff, and you're totally OP, so you'll shoot lasers or whatever. But the the enemy that you're trying to shoot at will move quickly, and then you end up taking like four office blocks down. <laughs> and it's like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's like in a video
0: game.
1: Yeah, pretty
0: much. I love it. Uh, I love VR. Oh, I'm desperate. I'm trying to convince my wife I need VR to get fit. So I've been like, in the in the youtube playlist rotation i've been like sticking in it like oh look at this fun dancing game oh look at a beat saber that looks fun oh. and she's oh. like oh
2: yeah like, oh what about this it's beat like, I'm
1: like, Plan, yeah beat saber is the one and only reason you need any type of vr device like right? it's so fucking good in lockdown version one we mm-hmm. did the 30-day beat saber challenge you did like Every day, you had to pick a different track and like put the modifiers and stuff on it by whatever each team set and stuff, and it was so much fun. Like, I, I need it. it. I need it. I uh, I might I might be able to get
0: it. I might be able to get it. Am I might because I think I might get the. Is it the Oculus?
1: Mm. If, if you're gonna get one, I'll probably get the like, Oculus Quest because that's the one that's um like independent of a computer you yeah need a yeah PC for it. Okay. um but then there's some games where you do need to like attach it to to something to be able to like take advantage of it what. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the quest is really good for a beat saver so there's something else as well i think it's called fitbit
2: fit beat i think we were looking at that too yeah, yeah
1: um another podcast that i would watch um was talking about and they did something similar with that and it's like a a punching ribbon game thing you have to yeah i said that was really good for like working out and stuff but definitely get if you're gonna get something because i have have psvr and i love my psvr i don't play it as often as i want because um i feel like there's a lot to kind of try and get things set up so you have to like plug things in and charge your controllers and blah 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 whereas like with the quests and stuff it's just you want to play it just put it on turn it on and then yeah, like you know, i don't
0: even have wireless headsets because i can't be fucking bothered to charge things up <laughs> <laughs> like, i've got a wired mouse and a wired keyboard because everything if when i had wireless it was always fucking needing charging and i'd always forget and i just can't be bothered so the less setup the better uh, so yeah, I'm thinking maybe Oculus. Yeah. Uh, hi, welcome back from the tangent that we're talking about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, hi, welcome back.
1: It's, well, this is a nostalgia trip and it could just be anything yeah. that makes us nostalgic. Really? Like, just, it's just my beardy talking shit for an hour about random topics. Hi. Heat Saver makes <laughs> me nostalgic for VR. <laughs> <laughs> works. Tell me about your second pick.
0: Uh so my second pick, uh like you probably I think this was a series of games. Um again, this was another PC game. And this came up the other day when we were playing um Phasmo. Mm. This is probably the last game that I played on PC before I switched over to console. And it's Microsoft Age of Empires. Oh my god. And I got <laughs> well deep into this. And I still I still to this day randomly shout to my wife and She's like, what the fuck are you doing i'm like i'm trying to change your color because like that's what you're doing you're trying to change the other team's color like my shaman's gonna get you and she's like what the fuck are you talking about because my wife is not a nerd uh bless her i don't know why she ended up with me um i just i loved it i loved the the simpleness of the strategy. I like strategy games, but I'm dumb, so they need to be simple <laughs> strategy games. I need simple strategy games, right? I like to think I'm a chess girl, uh, but I'm, I'm more a checkers girl, you know?
1: <laughs> um, they should make a new genre. It should be RTSM, real-time strategy <laughs> for more runs? <rooms. laughs> yes,
0: that's the strategy game that I need. Um and Age of Empires was there for me because it was simple controls, everything made sense, um everything sort of leveled up in a really easy to understand way. It was easy. It was just easy. I loved it, and you know my computer could run it, which was helpful. And it had all the little, you know, the little packs that went up. So you had Age of Empires, Age of Empires two, um, and I think when did this one come out? So ninety seven. So yeah, I mean, I was seventeen. Super nerdy still, obviously making loads of friends, and super popular. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I loved it. And you could play, you could, there was the different empires you could play, couldn't you? So you could do the Roman one, or there was the, yeah. I think there was the Japanese one. I liked the Japanese one because they had the better um, ballistas, didn't they? Yeah, I fucking loved that game, and I would play it forever. Do you remember Total War? Yeah, that was
1: similar, wasn't it? Yeah, it a similar thing. Do you remember the TV show where they would like reenact historic battles in total war on the telly? Was this a British thing? Oh, it might have been.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I find out.
0: It's like when I go to like quiz nights and they're like, "This is general pop culture," and it's all British TV shows from the 90s. I'm like, I fucking wasn't here. I don't know any of these. Um, so it was called Time Commanders. Yeah, I don't know that one.
1: Um, so it was on BBC Two in 2003 to 2005. And basically they played um, a a version of Rome Total War. But they, okay. they basically modded it so they would change all the assets and everything else to fit these historical battles and stuff that they used to do. Um, and I, I used to love watching it, not because like I was into it or anything like that, but it was the only time you could watch back then a TV programme featuring video games. Like and I thought that was pretty cool to see like the thing that I was into on the telly being used for something other than like mockery or something. Do you know what I mean? I'm mean, going a
2: YouTuber. That
1: actually sounds quite yeah. cool. Yeah, so they'd pit they'd get two two people who were like super like nerdy history buffs or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and they would reenact these battles, and like the two people would be the commanders of each of the, the forces and then I don't know if they played the game or they had like a team of people sat at the computers playing the game, but then they run the simulation and like see what would happen and stuff It's so fun
0: they do something similar I, I mean when I say similar, I mean not similar at all uh, with BuzzFeed mm. where they get like, uh, they get some historical they nobody historical. They get the BuzzFeed people to tell you about a battle that happens and then they do like dioramas of the battle. Yep. And it's nothing like that at all, but it's funny. So there you go. Uh, Rig welter, Rig Uh it says they're not even ashamed to admit that they have the AoE sounds as their notification alerts. And now I need to know is wool on there <laughs> and for what? <laughs> what
1: what's the notification that? Uh,
0: yeah, I think that would be like uh maybe a file transfer. Like you're changing it from one to the other. That would need to be the noise for like transfer complete, I think. Can you get on that piece well Wilter?
1: And if it's not that, can you make sure that's changed straight away? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Right, Age of Empires was awesome And we all agreed to that So, motion carried What is your third and final Awesome game, Beardy?
1: I'm going to go with
2: I'm going to go with GTA (laughs) Uh? Because GTA is like Any particular GTA? Any particular GTA? I'm
1: I'm just going to go with the whole series because i think it's mm-hmm. one of those things where i feel like gta has aged with me <laughs> so i remember like baby beardy
2: <laughs> I love hitting prostitutes yeah. as you
1: yeah. Older. yeah yeah so baby <laughs> Beardy playing the original i've got
2: uh <laughs> yeah oh GTA OG. Oh, wow. Um,
1: uh, played that on the stream one day. Um, and so it started out like top down, kind of like a, just, I, I from what I remember playing those games, it's, mm-hmm. I don't remember there being a story or a plot, I just remember just driving around and shooting shit. Yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah, so I think I need to play them again to see if there's anything more to that. But that was all fine. Just go around, do your thing. That just kept me amused. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was no no real drama or anything. Just go around. It It
2: amusing.
1: Yeah, it was lovely. A nice time. (laughs) Lovely. It was lovely. It wasn't until GTA Three came out where it was like, oh shit, like this is a game. Just being able to, like, go around, drive the fast cars and, like, jump out and shoot shit and blow shit up. Like, the rocket launcher, the GTA 3 rocket launcher was just, like, my brain was rocket launched. Like, I just fucking loved that stuff. And every single time they bring out a new game, it always seems to be almost, like, a generational thing. So you have, like, these original ones on the PS1 and GTA 2... City, I think it was, and San Andreas were all mm-hmm. PS2s. And PS3, you got GTA four, and then obviously PS5 have got GTA five, which is just this juggernaut thing that just won't seem to die. It's always in the charts of being like a bestseller or whatever it is. The online thing super mad.
2: <laughs> and I just
1: think that like every time a GTA game has come out, it's been at a point where it was needed in my life to have just have that stupid game to play, yeah, um, and just jump into and like just blow shit up, just do whatever you want, it doesn't matter like the 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 story's wilder than fiction, like it's just just ridiculous, it's ridiculous fun. you can just go around and do those things and care in the world and it, it always seems to come at a point in everybody's life where you just need that. that's why I really like g t one of those things it's just always there to just be fucking stupid.
0: Well, I've, so I've not played any GTA really until GTA 5. Uh, And I've not played GTA 5 until probably a a couple months ago um, when my my crew, my friends and I started playing it. And we really just wanted to play online. So we did the initial first bit of the story that we needed to do to get to the online bit. I've not played any of the rest of the story. I've got no fucking clue what's going on. Um, but I load into the online world. And what I love about it is just the mayhem. Number one, I love that the whole beating sex workers thing is is out of it because my little feminist heart just couldn't deal with that. <laughs> I also understand that that is juxtaposed with my my love of going into the world and shooting random people. I know. (laughs) That makes no sense. Um, But what I love about it is that there's so much just fucking random mayhem in this world and I can drive a fast... I can steal a fast car, I can buy a fast car, I can mod a fast car, I can steal a pickup truck, a helicopter, a submarine, or... I can go play darts or tennis or golf or arm wrestling, or I can go shopping and buy clothes. Like I can literally do whatever I want, like as if it was a real world. Tiggs and I jumped in the other day and went shopping and then went to a club and danced, just went dancing for like half an hour and just played with all the different dance moves <laughs> and and had fun. And like, you know, for the people outside of the UK, Here in the UK, we've been on lockdown for almost a year now in one form or another. We haven't been able to go clubbing. And Tiggs and I are both really fucking struggling with the the isolation of it all. And I was almost in tears just being able to, even in a game, fucking go dancing and buy a fake drink and have a laugh with a mate and just try out my different dance moves and do the running man. And (laughs) it was fun. And then we went shooting people and crashing cars and, you know, typical Saturday night in that's Manchester. How, that's
1: how everybody ends their night.
0: Right? It was normal. Uh, and there's not a lot of games you can do all of that range of activity in. Uh, so I do like, I like GTA for that.
1: It's just one of the things, it's, it's a perfect sandbox. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of go in and, like you said, you can go in and, and play which I recommend you play the story to GTA 5 because it's batshit fucking crazy and just really funny, really, really fucking funny. Um, it's almost like that kind of, um, I don't know, like, like
2: Bruno Bora, like O Selectory, um, the fucking thing
1: with the wee man that used to kick himself in the head. Jackass, jackass. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. It's like all those kind of just like melded together in this stupid fucking world where you can just go in and just do whatever you want. It's just crazy. And just this really like cynical look on on American life. It's like, yeah. you know, money and plastic surgery. There's like a mission where um one of the character's daughters goes to this talent competition, which is supposed to be like American Idol. she's like sleeping with one of the producers on the side and she ends up getting kidnapped on a boat and it's just like complete crazy crazy shit like
0: definitely and also the production value on the adverts and the tv shows and the fucking radio stations and like you can go into your house and watch i can literally i have spent an hour sat on the sofa in my apartment Watching TV shows because they're fucking hilarious and they've got plots and stories and the commercials in between. Like Jesus Christ, these people—they went went crazy into this world (laughs) and I love it. And I can go to the news and watch other people being chased down by the cops in my server is also great. I love that. Great touch. Uh,
1: No, you need to. You definitely need to play the the main story for GTA because like. J five, there's so many really good things. There's a whole story about um I think it's called like Byte or something, which is like their mm. version of Google slash Apple. Okay. And like how they're stealing your data and then this new phone launches and like you have to go in and try and rescue all this it's so like it's just crazy. It's crazy how accurate it is because it's like this caricature of like
0: mm.
1: our lives and then like just America in general. So much fun.
0: I might jump in and play the story. It's not like I got fucking anything else in
1: to sense. do. In fact, actually, I think if you played it, it wouldn't probably be like, maybe how Donald Trump sees the world.
2: Through <laughs> <laughs> very tiny orange yeah.
1: yeah, that's probably how he thinks the world's going. <laughs> Great. The best ever. Shit. Huge.
0: Nobody tremendous. Nobody knows. Right. Right, we have terrible Trump accents. We are horrible at accents. I think that's what we've established over the last few shows.
1: Yeah. Apologies. What I did earlier, <laughs> so the streaming and you well, uh, if it's still in the chat, will attest to this. So this. I was playing. I've been playing KOTOR on stream, and uh-huh. when the enemies die, for some reason they sound like share. you kill an enemy, and it's like oh. <laughs> when they die, and it just makes you think of like, oh, think of the whole share meme. Um, and so I spent uh, maybe 20 minutes this afternoon singing share renditions of Star Wars things. I can't
0: remember. What uh, still here.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what people come to to, to watch for. <laughs> <A gluttonous laughs> he just put, hey, don't you be knocking our great Star Star Wars share uh, mashup. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it, I'm gonna make an album. I'm gonna put it on iTunes. The oh, whole album will be there for 69p because I don't think I can get like a full thing out. Not these days with Spotify, and Apple Music. Number one for Christmas. Yeah, it could
2: be. <laughs> yeah.
1: With um, if I could turn back my desktop,
2: <laughs> do you think they make a beeping noise
1: as they reversed? uh i mean maybe maybe it's like warning this death star is reversing warning this death star is reversing
0: because i feel like safety would be important in a death star when you've got that much power you need to make sure you're not needlessly destroying things like only on purpose
1: yeah you don't want to like they've probably got like reverse tracking sensors you know like you're like reversing it back just in case you will get too close to a planet or something like
0: or and it just
1: stops yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and you're like where the fuck did it stop and it's like tatooine's right fucking there man you can't go you can move tatooine <laughs>
1: that's the fucking the guy driving Do you actually <laughs> love to see um and it's have you ever do you watch robot chicken this is gonna go on a whole fucking tangent.
0: <laughs> no, I don't watch Robot Chicken. So
1: Robot Chicken do the best, best Star Wars parody. And one of them um <laughs> is I think it's the third one. Robot Ch- Star Wars Robot Chicken three. And there's this whole scene where they like slam the brakes on the Death Star. Like there's a guy driving the Death Star but it's literally like a steering wheel and the guy's like they're like with like an accelerator and a and a brake button, and it's like, we need to stop the best time He presses the brake, and the whole fucking thing's like, meh. <laughs> and it does like a little turn Yeah. So I would like it to ma- imagine. You need a wheel. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's a circle, so it needs a circle to steer it. That makes design sense to me.
1: And just imagine there's like this little cockpit thing where there's the guy uh-huh. sat there in his chair, like, beating the wheel.
0: Like, and
1: yeah. It, and it, uh,
0: Ends at ten and two, mm. but they have to both stay on the wheel at the same time because you don't want you. You got to be safe. Yeah. And his chair would have arms on it, like a like an old mini van, mm. like a little cup. Yeah. yeah, cup holders.
1: Oh, he's got driving, little like, driving gloves. hanging tree, okay. little hanging tree that does the smells. Yeah, does his driving gloves, right? Mm-hmm. Driving gloves on, get ready to to go for the bump.
2: Alright, welcome back from our <laughs> next tangent. <laughs>
0: Tattooing has been saved from being reversed.
1: We didn't reverse into it, it's fine. No,
0: we had a sensor, it was fine. <laughs> uh right, so third and final game. Uh so for me, this is so this is the game that really got me into console gaming. So this was I first switched from PC to console. Um, I'd just I'd left university, I'd joined the military, I was in the barracks, I had my own money. Bought me an Xbox, right? Bought me an Xbox. Bought me my first game. Uh, I can't remember if it came with the Xbox or if I just bought it. Uh, I was like, this looks cool. I'll play it. Uh, and it was Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind. Ooh, that's a good right? game. And this kicked off my love for RPGs, really. And it's probably, looking back at my PC gaming history, I hadn't really played any RPGs till then so this is probably my first rpg and it might it might have just been a pure fucking accident that i bought this game it just looked cool and i I picked up and i i i played every fucking inch of this map i played every quest i talked to every person i exhausted every chat tree um i i did everything mm. absolutely loved it And then picked up the next game and the next game, and then Elder Scrolls Online, and then got really sucked into Elder Scrolls Online for a point uh, where it was was a bit of a problem. Uh, My wife had to have a little bit of an intervention, Uh, and then and then I stopped playing Elder Scrolls Online, Uh, and then I started playing Fallout seventy (laughs) six. So, Luckily that well, game's trash, game was kinda trash. Right. Luckily that game's kinda trash, so I didn't get so sucked into it. Um and then I met my crew there, so that was more just playing with my friends than playing the game. The game's terrible. But uh yeah, so that Morrowind is the game that kicked off my love for RPGs and open world and exploring and doing all of that. Uh and you know, I have that to thank for being the sort of nerd that I am today because just the stories and the the writing and uh that was my first Bethesda game which
1: I think Fallout 3 was my first Bethesda game
0: yeah and in fact I picked up Fallout Fallout 3 was my first Fallout game and I picked it up because it was a Bethesda title and I knew it from Morrowind and thought oh I'll try that so I really, you know, Morrowind really led me down all sorts of paths in the gaming world that, that opened up a lot of different passions for me that, you know, I fucking love Fallout. You know, I love a lot of Bethesda titles, and that led me to Obsidian and a lot of the collabs that they've done and, you know, Outer Worlds and New Vegas and all sorts of shit. So thanks, Morrowind.
1: Oto was that for me. Um, mm-hmm. the Star Wars, that so Republic. I've never played a An RPG before, before then, Um, picked that up and and it it sent me on that tangent of RPGs probably being my favourite corner of game. Yeah. I just love jumping in, making my own character, doing my own thing, living this story, breathing this story, like doing all the the bits and bobs in it.
0: I think it helped that because I was, I was, um, I'd just gone to my first station, I was in the barracks. I was in a new country, I'd, I'd come to England. Um, I didn't really know anybody and I was working four days on, four days off. Mm. So when I was on my four days off, um, I was in the barracks, didn't really know anybody. And I was also one of, there There weren't a lot of women. Mm. Uh, and I was super gay. Uh, and you weren't, You it was still illegal to be gay in the military at that time. So I was a secret gay which meant i didn't want to hang out with any boys uh because boys only had one thing on their mind at that time Mm -hmm. uh and if i hung out with them they would try to hit on me and i would have to turn them down and they'd be like that's a fucking dyke because she turned me down and i'd be like no ah but i am a dyke Uh, so i would just try to avoid the whole situation by being like i'm busy gaming guys i'm cool i'm a gamer uh so i would just stay in my in my barracks and play games uh So I would play Morrowind for like four days straight and then go back to work and then come back and play Morrowind for four days straight. So I fucking loved it. Uh, And it helped me stay in the closet badly because I ended up getting caught and getting kicked out anyway. But that's a whole other story. (laughs) (laughs) But I finished
1: Morrowind. Well, that's good. Every cloud.
2: Right? Every cloud.
0: So I think that brings us to the end of our nostalgia tour. I think so. That was a good one though. Yeah. That was a good one. All right, yeah. Green team, in it? I know. That was alright. So let's bring it to back into the modern times then. Uh what what have you been playing? What have what have we been playing? What have you been playing?
1: Well, well oh I'll take you on a on a little journey, ladies and gentlemen. Um so, for anybody that's known me long term, maybe followed my own channel personally for a while or knew me outside of sphere um souls games have always been a pain in my backside and something that i'm not very good at and i've always appreciated their beauty and the mechanics and everything else in them but always reside myself as yeah they're, they're pretty but i just can't play them i'm not good it's not good enough at it and i just can't do it trash you were trash at the trash yeah and mm-hmm. you know all the means That's of right. like oh, you just gotta get good get good and like well i'm trying but like it's just not happening yeah. so i bought dark souls 3 when it came out in 2016 so i've had it four years or well, digitally bought it so it's been sat on my mm-hmm. little hard drive for four years and every now and then i go back to it try it again to see like Maybe this maybe this will be the time that I can do it. And then maybe
2: I, now I got
1: good. Yeah, and then I fell miserably and, like, just turn it off and just leave it there. And it just kind of sits there, like, like the new Jumanji films. You know, like a little game that's, like, just there, like, every time and then I, like, I go past it, it's like, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should go and give it another go. Anyway, so, um, and I've, I've tried... Pretty much every single, I've, I tried the original Dark Souls, um, I tried Dark Souls 2, Followers, uh, Scholar of First Sin, when that came to PS4, I bought that version thinking well maybe 2 is easier than 3, that was wrong, they're all just fucking hard, then I tried Bloodborne and Bloodborne's supposed to be like a little bit easier, Um but that's hard, so I just kind of gave up. They're all, fucking hard. they're all fucking hard, like I'm just not good enough, and maybe the last two years uh, I started doing this thing where I, I play games on hard mode normally, like, stick on hard mode, see how it goes, if I'm okay, then I'll stick it out, if it's a bit too much, then I'll just drop it down a level. Um, and three games that I've been, sorry, two games that I've been in love with for the last 12 months was Ghost um, of mm-hmm. and That's the fox-petting one. That's the fox-petting one. And yeah. um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Both mm-hmm. games require blocking, carrying, rolling, and general kind of like thoughtful gameplay. So you can't just kind of run in there willy nilly, like Devil May Cry style. You have to be very. That's cautious. discrimination. Yeah, yeah. About how. Please don't do that. We game. don't block. Yeah, we roll. I know. <laughs> so
2: we don't. We don't. We don't dodge roll.
1: Yeah.
2: So I like, mean, we do dodge roll. We that was
1: yeah. the yeah. meme. Sorry, roll. I fucked that up, up completely. Yeah. It's fucking a I'll take, you, yeah. I'll take your card back at the end of the show. Um, and I don't know if it's because I've spent so much time playing those games that maybe something's just clicked in my head to, I, like, understand the mechanics of Dark Souls. But, randomly, the other night, I decided to... Dark Souls ago, I've been playing Persona 5 Royal, really into that, really enjoying it. Um, and I just got to a point where it's like, I've been playing this game pretty much every night for, like, the last four nights, five nights, whatever it is. I just want to, like, something a bit different and i'm scrolling through my game list to see dark souls i'm like okay go i jump onto it ladies and gentlemen i am dark soulsing i am dark soulsing i don't know what the fuck has happened but i'm like what i've done the first but the first boss was always the one that got me like the little thing because he you chop him down and this big fucking worm thing bursts out the top of his head and it just goes away. Got him down. Good. Got the second boss down. All right. I've done these two before, so like, maybe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I got the third one and the fourth one and the fifth one and I'm just about to do the sixth one. Now, <laughs> I've never been this far in a Dark Souls game before. I'm super fucking proud of myself. I just don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm, I'm just being able to Dark Souls this
0: time around. Well, I—I I mean, yours was the stream that I was watching on the yeah. sofa when I was supposed to be watching a movie with my wife. Um, and she caught me because I turned the volume up because I was trying to hear what was going on. She like, said,
1: <laughs> "What are you watching?" I was like, Turn it off. Turn it off.
0: Nothing. Nothing. I
2: was like, "It's over." Shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it looks really fun. Um, and I—it's a game that I've always wanted to try um so badly in fact that i bought it um really well no all right okay so i thought i bought it what i actually bought was all of the dlc's <laughs> but not amazing. the game
1: amazing
0: so if i ever find that the game happens to be for sale again and not the dlc's uh i may be able to acquire permission to purchase the game do it. but at the moment i just have the dlcs
1: do it i mean <laughs> i mean to be fair i have to give props to sif because he's been like my on-call, like question and answer person um and also um digital monk 1988 from my uh, streams and stuff he's been mm-hmm. up on twitter um with some tips and tricks and as- um, uh, you're on Xbox, aren't you? Yeah.
0: So it doesn't matter if it's on sale now, because I, I got permission to buy Phasmo the other day, so I'm I'm on a, a cool-down period at the moment. That's how sales work in our house. It has, I, once I buy, it, it's a cool-down period.
1: <laughs> um, so, currently, Dark Souls
2: 3 is... Giving me a price on Amazon. If you need to ask the price, you can afford it. That's where it's at at the
1: moment. Which is really bizarre. I don't know why. So you can get the the Game of the Year edition, which includes all the DLC, but I've already got <laughs> the DLC, so but that's uh seventeen ninety nine. Okay. And that's not even on sale, it's just how much it is. Oh, for fuck's
2: sake uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd definitely pick it
1: up on the cheap because it, it is difficult like it's not mm. easy um, and I've lost count of like how many videos in the past that I've watched it's been like don't is easy you just need to get good it's not easy
0: well see I take the opposite approach from you I stick everything on easy
1: mm.
0: and then I just enjoy it yeah I like the feeling of being like, I'm a goddess, look at me, slay the world. I like the story, fuck everybody else. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, I don't like hard mode. Well,
1: there is no option in Dark Souls. It is <laughs> it is what it is, and you either do it or you don't. Um, you can mm-hmm. pick up Dark Souls 3 secondhand for Xbox on CEX for £12.
2: Yeah, see, I might need to pick it up.
1: We go. I, I definitely get it as cheap as possible because if you can't actually do it and you don't enjoy it Um, then at least it's not waste that too much of wasted
0: money if it was, well I mean I've already wasted the money on the fucking DLCs that I bought true. <laughs> I, like,
1: I try and not it needs to come it. on Game Pass that's what I <laughs> mean um, so yeah so I'm playing so I'm going to try and finish it if I finish Dark Souls 3 then I'm going to go back to Dark Souls 2 which I still have on disc and try and do that but on next week on stream i'm starting bloodborne i'm doing like Ooh. a whole fucking like soulsborne thing i'm like i'm in the moment i'm gonna try and do it all now
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah strike while the iron's hot
1: yeah yeah Start strike while the iron's hot uh, zach Mitchell in the chat says i mean you could reason that buying the base game justifies the other purchase because without it the dlcs were a waste of money
0: I mean, that's, you're right, Zachs. And that is the tack I'm going to take with my wife. So I'll let you know how I get on with that. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. I'd say CX, get it for 12 pounds. Mm. Yeah. Um, And then uh, the other thing I've been playing is Persona 5 Royal. And that's about it.
0: Yeah. You've been studying for your test. How did that go?
1: Yeah. So that was super fun. Um, So I thought maybe the mechanic of the, the school tests might be. Like, hey, you need to sit because you you've got your character in and you do things. You need to have the school day and time is very limited, so you go to school, do the thing, come home, and then you can either go and like go to a castle um, and mm-hmm. do more of like the mission story thing, the story arc, or you can just go home and maybe craft some um, thief items like lockpicks, or you can do uh, passwords, or study, or okay. other bits and bobs. So I thought. Because every time you do something like that, it adds skill points towards a certain category, so studying increases your knowledge. I just assumed that the more that I studied, the higher my knowledge would be, or intelligence, or whatever the thing is, and when I have to do a test, then maybe because my knowledge is high, my character will be able to do said test without any issues. Fucking nerd. Turns out that throughout the course of the game, like there'll be bits where it'll drop into the classroom and the teacher will be saying something or whatever and they'll just ask you a random question you have to try and answer it if you mm-hmm. get it if you get it right then you increase some of your knowledge skills if you get it wrong then tough to, They'll tell you what the answer is but that's it. it turns out the test is based on all those little interactions oh so okay and you going. just have to remember them and you just have to remember it so it's literally like you're going to school so, so I, you have to like take notes while you're playing the game. Pretty much, yeah. So I do I have started up my Persona 5 Royal Book. Um, which is Yeah, it's a little black uh,
2: see I just Google it.
1: Um, so I'm trying to keep track of, of everything that's going on in Persona 5 in there. <laughs> so that's all I played. What have you been playing, Llama?
0: Uh well, I so I purchased a super cool gaming rig the other day just kidding I purchased a super cool uh, office pc with some similar stats to a gaming rig the other day so it's basically a high performance office computer uh, that is expandable and I should be able to do some gaming on it that was my plan, so I was testing it by doing a super fun uh gaming stream with my boys the other night, and we were going to play Phasmo uh, because I love the idea and the game looks super fun. So I got the computer, set it all up, downloaded Steam, downloaded Phasmo, um, played the training mission on my own, scared the shit out of myself, loved every second of it. Um loaded in with you guys and immediately got yeeted off of my computer. <laughs> like, off of the planet. And I was like, ah, okay. So I rebooted, closed some stuff down, uh tried again and like my my character got like frozen in some weird twerk position and then I got booted <laughs> off and it like it just wasn't it wasn't playing. I think we managed to do one one level, like a small yeah. house. Yeah. Uh and then when we tried to load into the prison it was like, fuck you and it yeeted me out again. So I've done some playing about with my CPU settings and things and I think you and I are will have a bit of a play with it mm. um later on to see if there's anything else we need to tweak. Um but I mean theoretically it should work. Um but because it's a brand new one and it's really set up to do office stuff, we might need to play about with some pieces.
1: Yeah, I mean it might just be set up to like Mm-hmm. And like you said, all the settings and stuff were for so office things, and just need to read yeah. some of the things to be able to actually game a little bit more now. Yeah,
2: oh, that's more yeah. Fun. that
0: was super fun. Yeah. Um, that was really fun. Uh, and then also, I've been playing Destiny 2, which is always fun. Um, oh, you've been streaming as well. I did, yeah. So I did. I did my first stream on Twitch um sort of by accident. I realized that I could stream from my Xbox One console. Um I didn't realize I could do that because I don't have like a camera on there, but I can just like do screen capture thing from there. Uh so I was playing around with that yesterday. Uh and yeah, so I might do a little bit of that and you guys can maybe watch me do Terrible daily grinds and die a lot because uh, that's kind of what I do. Just do all my daily grind stuff. Um, I did a nightfall the other day, which I haven't done in in a long time. I've normally just skipped the nightfall stuff, um, but that was actually quite fun. I didn't die too badly. I actually carried a guy through the nightfall um, on one of them, which you know, bless his little heart. Um, I'm not brilliant. He was less brilliant than me, and I was happy to do him a favor. It was nice to be able to help somebody. Yeah,
1: it's nice to be nice sometimes,
0: isn't it? Yes, I like to be nice in that game. That's one of the games where I don't grief people because I'm pretty shit at it. Uh, To be fair, I'm shit at Fallout, but I grief people all the time in there. I don't know what the difference is.
1: (laughs) I just do it anyway.
0: (laughs) I just do it anyway. I don't know. I play a raider in Fallout, so I feel like that's, that's just what I do. But in Destiny, I'm a guardian of the light
1: find you on twitch now i found you i was gonna say i'm not on there now i'm on here i know but i found your profile <laughs> and i've just we just added you so you've got another new follower
0: oh i don't know what that means
1: and i'm gonna go on to our twitch thing now and this is all gonna link into are you
2: gonna make me famous
1: it's super famous
2: Oh. If you would like to see Lana streaming, um, you can find her... Somewhere. somewhere. You're already on the hosting list. Yeah, because I'm already a host. BITCH! <laughs> Welcome to the channel
1: where I've been a host since the beginning. <laughs> Apparently, I've already added you onto it and I didn't even know I'd done it.
0: Man, our technomy is just starting to slip, y'all.
1: Literally, I'm doing things without realizing that's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> oh, So, yeah, I think that's all I've been playing this week, really. Yeah. Um, Phasma, Destiny. Uh, Oh, no, I tried playing. <laughs> I downloaded Frostpunk off of um, Game Pass because my best friend was like, Oh, have you played Frostpunk? You should play it. It's super fun. I keep getting banned. It's awesome because he likes getting banned. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll play it. It looks like the the previews made it look pretty cool. Uh, and I downloaded it. And it was a, like a fucking like a RTS game sort of thing. Oh, right. Uh, And that was not what it was built to be to me. I I didn't want to do that on my console. I didn't want to go farm coal and build houses and build roads. I wanted to go on an adventure (laughs) in the fucking Arctic and go kill stuff. And I was not impressed, so I uninstalled it and turned it off, and I don't like it. So that lasted 10 minutes. That was my Frostpunk adventure.
2: I'm sure it's a great game, but I didn't want it.
1: It didn't agree with me.
2: No, I didn't like it. So that's what we've been playing. So if anybody would like to watch Llama uh, doing her ting, my ting ting.
1: If you go to our annals below under our cast, I've just added the link to her Twitch account. So go and drop her some.
2: Oh. <laughs> I like the Lovin's. Sp- right. Well, I think that yeah. brings us to the 20. end of episode
0: 20.
1: I think we did Excellent. all right. Just the two we of us. We did you. all right.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, only like 17 and a half tangents. So like half as many as normal. So I think we can blame Tiggs for most of them there. That's yeah. scientifically valid evidence. Well, no.
1: what do we expect when he comes onto a stream and only really shits himself? Like- I know to go (laughs) sideways bless
0: him right so that is the end of episode 20 where we took a fabulous jaunt down memory lane of course you can find us uh, at Gamers Assemble we are on Twitch, YouTube, Spotify iTunes and on social media Instagram, Twitter all of those things we are at Gamers Assemble that's G-A-Y-M-E-R-S because we're super gay uh say goodbye, beauty. Goodbye. And I've been llama It's been lovely to see you.
2: Bye. Bye.